So, welcome back. Another episode of You Are What You Observe. Hello there. So, what's going on? Oh, man. Uh, tired of sitting in this chair behind the desk. That's what's going on. Working too much. And I'm just barely, barely biting off the smallest bites right now. Um, had a two-hour phone conversation with my brother the other day. Um, found out, I didn't know, he's a, he's a marketing expert, specifically with Google and search engine optimization. So we just talked and talked and talked and talked. And so I've been working all day today on uh, setting up Google trying to get my Google ads to work the way they're supposed to. But in order to do that, I've got to change a lot of things on the website, add web pages. Um, really intense. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit if you want, but it's uh, a lot of work. I'm probably going to have to have an additional, and my website, I think my website started off with about five pages. It's now going to have to be at least... 40 what yeah yeah in order to because the the big mistake i was making and probably what you were making since you followed the same advice i had and we didn't get that deep into it um is you really have to be extremely specific in your google ads um setting it up specific to location and audience and what you're what you want to do so for every service for i'm sorry first for every location i have to have a web page for every location and every service that i provide within that location has to have a website so say I live in Hillsdale, Michigan area. So for Hillsdale roofing repairs, I have to have a web page. Then for Hillsdale, like a whole nother URL or just a page on your website? Just a page on my website. Okay, but it'll still be like the home page, but it's just got a different link. Correct, correct. And most of these will be hidden. Yeah, from, from the so, menu yeah. page, but yeah. they'll be tied to the Google. So. So, so what I do is I you target, I will target an ad campaign. My each campaign I have will be for a different city. Mm -hmm. So I'll have a campaign. I'm starting with just Hillsdale because it's local and I want to get all the bugs worked out of it first. So I go to the, the Google ads. I hope this isn't too boring for everybody, but if you want to start a business and you want to sell something, even if you want to just uh, have, automate something, Google Ads is a great, great place to uh, to get started because once you have the information, then you can get it down to where it's uh, extremely effective. Now, my brother, amazingly, had also has a roofing company in Georgia. Did he you know that? You know, I did know it years ago, but I thought he just walked away from it. He doesn't. He doesn't do the roofing anymore. He just does gutters, but he only does the marketing. He doesn't actually have a company. He's he 
he got out of the roofing and, and gutter actual business for that and is now just doing marketing using his knowledge of, of uh, the websites and the Google ads. And what he does is he gets all the clicks on his website and his advertising, and then he sells those leads to individuals that he knows. And he's got it, everything automated, so that all he does is collect a check. Wow. He's, once he gets it set up, he walks away and gets money every month. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good gig. And he's not even doing that full-time. That's just his part-time. He's a full-time sales rep for a big company. He travels all across the, all across the country. And he just has that set up for, you know, some extra cash. But the company that he's been working with that he sells to, they've grown exponentially to the where they were just a couple guys in a truck. Now they have a warehouse, employees, multiple vehicles, and they're loving him. They love him. Wow. <laughs> so this is the person I'm getting the advice from. So it's not like... Hey, this guy kind of did this and it worked for him. And everything David's telling me is Um, you're can you stop shaking your oops. desk so much? Yeah. Wow. Too too interesting. It's not, it's not the sound, it's the video. I'm like gonna oh. have a Caesar here watching you <laughs> rock back and forth. Really? Oh yeah, I see. Okay. The old farmhouse. Um or was I? So anyway, he's legit. And he spent, has spent a lot of time, and I've been texting back and forth with him, and I really appreciate his help. But he's um, he's taught me how to do this and, and to really uh, drill down into the, the very specific points. Like on my last campaigns that I had, I had 900 keywords. And I had a blast radius of 40 miles from around my area. So I was covering a huge area with a tremendous amount of um, keywords. The problem is I'm not getting the clicks that I need. So it was so broad that people would click on my ads. It would go to my web page. Exactly. So it makes sense. I mean, you always hear about specificity when you're yeah, marketing. I guess you don't realize how specific you need. Yeah, and the more specific the better. So so now what is it? Like what how many keywords and four. Really? Four keywords I'm using. Wow. Four four to five. That's it. And I'm taking now, here's the other thing is I'm taking those words, I'm making sure that ex those exact phrases are in my web pages that I'm pulling them from. So now okay. they're looking for those words. Oh, also, you have three different variables when you add your keywords. You can have um, an exact match, a broad match, or a relative match. Uh, I think I'm using the wrong term for the last one. Um, it's like a phrase. So it's like exact match, phrase, or 
Yeah, I remember that. So I'm using not the exact match. However, I could use that, and I may go to that. But it's the very close phrase match that I have. <clears throat> so then, so I had to revamp. I had to create new web pages. I had to rewrite everything so that these keywords are going to be in there, that the Google search engines are going to come in through and see those. They're going to match that with my ads and with the people. So now the people are going so you go into that, you get your three headlines. Now your headline, your first headline, uh, some of this I actually got from a, a YouTube video as well, because I'm kind of doing them in concert with what my brother was telling me, but then uh, there was a, a YouTube video from a guy who kind of went through it step by step so I could see what he was doing too and listening, so I was getting a little more information as well. So on the on the headlines, the first headline matches mostly what the keywords are that I'm using so that they're going to, whatever they typed in, that keyword is going to be very close to verbatim for what they typed in. Also, they have to be in my area. So I'm going to have something about the Hillsdale area, either roof repair or new roof. And I'm going to have a call to action. Call now, sign up now, get a quote, let us come out and give you a quote, free quote, something like that for the other headline as well. Then I go down into the descriptions of the headlines. The descriptions, I will take a sentence right off my web page and put that in there. If it's too big for the allotted character count that they give you, then I'll rearrange it shuffle it down but make it it'll basically be a sentence out of my website i want those two things to jive perfectly you know um so let's see you've got the headline you've got the so so on each one so what i've got the hierarchy goes the campaign is hillsdale then the ad groups within that are Hillsdale Roof Repair and then Hillsdale New Roof. I don't want those two mixed up. I want to keep those two separate. So then you go through with the Hillsdale Roof Repair and I set my three advertisements there with your heading and your description. Save that. Then you have to go through all of the uh, the same thing for Hillsdale New Roof, which also creates a new page on your web page. So for the campaigns that I'm, every campaign that I have, I have to have two new web pages. At so least. Do you know why that it's like that? Is that a Google thing? Like they? No, because that's going to be the landing page. So you want the people that are oh, landing okay. on your page to know you're local. You're their gotcha. local guy. You know, you're the one, okay, this guy's, well, he, he covers this area, he knows my my area, and that's it. So it gives another level of confidence in there. So that's more about the sale, the selling part than it is the... Well, it keeps them. It keeps them on your yeah, page. Yeah. It makes them, it, it gets them on your page and gets that, okay, now we'll call. 
you know, because that's the whole thing. You want to get that call. Yep. If they just click and go, you're wasting your money. So that's why the spe very specific keywords, just a few of them, and um, on each page. So now I've probably got 20 cities that I want to cover. So I have to do this. It'll wow. probably get easier because then I can copy yeah. pages, yeah. move them, just change a few words in them. But once you got it, but then I'm going to have, eventually I will have all those campaigns running all the time. And then I can see which campaigns do better, which do worse. And I can start making adjustments from there. Maybe pull some of them out because I don't want them anymore. But that means... In my in my business, it, it's a very high dollar click cost per click. You know, right now my ads that I'm running, um, I think it's a little over or hovers right around eight dollars per click that I'm paying. Oh man, yeah. So we can ramp up really fast, a yeah. lot of money. So I want to make sure that I'm not getting a bunch of junk clicks. I want to get up, make sure I'm getting the right stuff. So, so instead of, you know, we don't have to get too deep on this. I'm sure people don't want to yeah. hear too much, but what, so what's going on with the, the clicks you were like the, your, your former boss clicking on your stuff? Well, has that been resolved at all? Or is this going to help? Or? I think for the most part it's resolved. I've noticed there's some sporadic clicks coming from one area. I believe it's up north and I believe it's a co a friend of his or a coworker, something he has a business partnership with or some a friend of his or something is clicking on it occasionally. So I've got to get through that and I've I've got to uh get that in. But everything else, I haven't seen any clicks from him recently. So I think the uh the Google filters finally started working. And I don't have to deal with that. Oh, good. For a while. So, so far. But also, I'm not spending a lot of money. Right now, I've got it turned way down. So, I'm only going to get like one or two clicks a day. Yeah. So, if he's not one of the, if he's in there trying to do it still, he might not be able to see it because it yeah. might have already been clicked before he got to it. So, I'm not sure. I'll I'll find out more when I turn up. When I get this Hillsdale one going and I turn up the, uh, you know, the ad price of what I'm willing to spend a day and then we'll go from there. Gotcha. So, I mean, that gives me at least some hope where I felt really just yeah so frustrated before it was terrible. How did, um, did you, were you just calling Uncle David a chat and you had brought it up and he's like, oh yeah, I know all this stuff or... Did uh, Aunt Rhonda I, see your Facebook post or something? Yeah, that's what happened. I posted oh, on okay. Facebook that I needed some help with this kind of stuff. And uh, she's seen it and said, text Dave. That's all her message was, was text Dave. I'm like, hmm. And then I started thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, he did have some stuff going <laughs> on. So I, I texted him and we went back and forth and he finally called me and we talked for two hours straight. This is the longest I've talked to him and... <sighs> Probably more than ten years, I bet. Wow. Yeah. So that was good. That was really good. It was nice to just be able to chat with him for a long time too. You know, he's been yeah 
living in Georgia since what the eighties. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that was nice. And I've been texting back and forth with him today. He's been really helpful. I mean, just super like over and above for me. So good. Yeah. Cool. Super stoked. So I'm ready to help you whatever I can on your end with yours. Yeah. Too, that's what so. I was going to say. Start getting mine ready. But he did say you got to test it. I mean, you got to get it out there and then you run it and yeah. then you test it and then you start to tweak it. And the more you use it, the more you're going to understand. So I'm going to spend, you know, a lot of time setting up this, this Hillsdale campaign, but I'm also going to keep doing a lot of research and really become an expert on uh, how to use the Google ads program itself and then try to learn more about marketing. I mean, I have a degree in business, but you only spend very little time in marketing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and it was a very, very broad marketing. It was before any of this Google stuff came out or much or the beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was because they, they didn't cover that at all. There was nothing. Everything, everything that I learned is now by far outdated. Yeah. Now, and even yeah. my brother, he said he built he built most of this his stuff going on three years ago. And uh he said, I mean, they're doing really good. He's doing really good, but if he went in if he took the time to go in and tweak it, he'd be doing way better because of all the changes. He said Google constantly makes changes and uh it's kind of to screw you, basically. They want you to spend more money. Because they yeah. figure out once you get stuff figured out and you get it dialed in, they don't want to make it easy for you. They want you to spend more money on it. They want you to get clicks that aren't great. You know, they just make more money that way. Yeah, that makes that's what everything. Whenever I'm looking into like you know doing social media and stuff, it's the same way. Like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, they adjust their how they give away your ads or how they even if you're not paying to ad advertise like they adjust who's seeing it and all this different stuff so you have to oh yeah figure out how to do it right and timing and all of that yeah well they i mean they came out with a new program that's called smart ads it's new it's a they they wanted to replace the regular google ads so when you go on to so, so if you have Google My Business, you, I believe you have that, right? You got that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when you go on Google My Business and you click um, start an ad, you have that little box, create an ad, a Google ad. Mm -hmm. You click on that, it automatically takes you to smart ads. Yeah. Now, what they used to have was at the bottom of the page of the smart ads, because the smart ads campaign is terrible. It's way broad. It's awful. I tried it. I listened because I have a Google representative sales rep who called me and we went through a bunch. of. Oh, he's like, oh, you got to change to the smart ad. It's so much better. It'll cost you a bunch less. It's all this blah, 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 blah. Well, he's full of crap. Yeah. Well, he's a salesman. He's yeah. going to sell his product. Yeah, it's not. But anyway, so I tried. I did all that with him and then. My brother told me, oh, you can't do that. That's crazy. Nope, don't do that. Everybody online is saying, oh, they're trying to push into this. Don't do it. They're just trying to make more money. Well, anyway, when you have the Google My Business, you get on there and you press the, which, which is like a control panel for your, your business on Google. You know, once you get Google verified, 
you get this Google My Business app that you can go on and it shows uh, you control that you put in your address, your phone number, all that kind of stuff and how the public sees you when, uh, say, they Google somebody around your area and they'll, you know, the Google map shows up and then below that it shows all your local businesses. You'll show up on there and that's where your Google My Business information comes in. So you go on the Google My Business app, you press create a new ad, it takes you to the smart ads, the new smart ad system. And it, what when they first started, at the very bottom, in teeny tiny writing, it says advanced options. If you click that, then you go to the regular Google Ads program, and then you mm -hmm. can do everything. But now they remove that even. That's not even there on that page for the smart ads. So I couldn't even get there from there. So I had to go in and Google Google ads and get a link and go through all that and then save that on my favorite so that I could get back to it easily enough. Cause there is no other way to get to it like that. You know, they, wow. they, they yeah. don't want you to go there. <laughs> they don't want you to figure out how their al algorithms work and what's the best thing for you. So. Yeah. But yeah, so that's freaking Google. Oh, the other thing was that my brother told me too, which I guess it makes sense. As much as I hate um, Bing, uh -huh. the Microsoft search engine that comes preloaded in all the Microsoft computers, yeah, he said that has been very good for him as well. They have very yeah. similar setups where you can get up on Bing and, and set up a campaign there. Because, you know, I've targeted, my target audience is over 45 years old. Yep. And, a, and a lot of those people, they... You no, know, to get Chrome or Google, it's an extra step. Yeah, yeah, you gotta put, you gotta install that. You know, a lot of them. Yep. I don't know how to do that. Just yeah, that makes sense. Some buttons. Yeah, so I'm gonna go in, after I get this going. I'm gonna go ahead and go into that, and so we'll see. You know. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, though. Right, and. and I don't think it's that important for Google phones. You know, I mean, when you have phones, when people are searching on their phone, but older people, seniors, seniors especially, are using a laptop. Yeah, a lot. A lot you know, well, even searching. for people on their phone, I mean, if you have an iPhone, Google doesn't come standard on there. My Google searches come up on my iPhone if I use um, the standard internet. Safari. Yep. If I use Safari. Really. Yes. Yep. It does Google search. It uses those same. Uh, I think it's like a partner. Oh, okay. Company like so that they automatically use the Google search. Oh yeah, it's, I guess so. Because they come right up. Now I I'm assuming Android does the same. Yeah, Android will use Google. Yeah. They yeah okay they use Chrome as their basic or. Um, I don't is know. Is that what comes installed? browser but it does i remember it def definitely uses google for searching yeah i can't remember what the browser is now if it is chrome or not yeah. so anyway that that's another thing to look into too but i thought really it'd be really good for you you know when you could use your specific area yeah and you could have such a tight keyword list that you know, you may not get a lot of clicks, 
but when you do, they're going to be really, really good. Yeah. Really yeah, that good makes clicks. Sense. Which is what you want. You don't really want to right, right. spend a bunch of money on a whole bunch of clicks if they're not going to buy. No, I, I need, I would like 15, I would like 15 quotes a week. And I don't know what that equates to how many clicks I've got to get yet. And that's what I'm going to have to mess with. Yeah. So if I have 20 different cities, um, you know, I need almost one click a week from each one. So I think I should be able to do that. You know, especially in the peak season. Yeah. And you know, and if that if you got if you got one click a month, and you turn that into, or even let's say you got three clicks a month, and you turn one of them every month into a client, that would really help you quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, I mean, if they stick stuck around, I would only need need to do it for a year, and then I would be. Right, right, but most people don't. So you, if you kept that yeah. campaign up, how much would it cost you to get three clicks a month? That's true, yeah. 20 bucks, 30 bucks maybe? Yeah. Depending. Yeah. I don't I don't know what your I don't know what it costs for you. Probably a lot less it's than fair, It's it's fairly high for fitness stuff too, but Yeah. But yeah, if I was had a really Yeah, that's good. Oh. Think about that on yeah. Off of here, but yeah, that is good. So that's what I've been doing and what I what I foresee for my next couple of weeks when we sit yeah. right in this chair. <sighs> it's kind of fun though, right? It Learning is a little bit. And... It is. It is because I'm that. Especially once you like figure something out. Yeah. Then and then I had, a, I, had a, oh, yeah. I had a serious panic. Oh, my heart dropped to my stomach. I had left the, um, so I was working on it last night and then I finally quit, went to bed, all that. I left that page open so I could just go back to it. And uh, when I went back to it today, I could still work on all that stuff that I had up. But then it wouldn't let, it wouldn't save anything. Oh man. It wouldn't save. I couldn't, uh, go I couldn't do anything. I'm like, oh no. Four or five hours worth of work is going to disappear on me. And uh, I hit the back button and everything disappeared. Oh no. And I went, oh. oh. Fortunately, I hit the campaign and it, it all reloaded again. It was there. Oh, okay. But man, oh man, I was. <laughs> was so it didn't get everything back, but it got 95% of it back. Oh man. So now I'm just click save, 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 save. I've been having that happen a lot with um actually with our podcast when I'm editing it in Audacity. Yeah. Especially like a couple weeks ago, I kept trying to save it and I kept getting like a loading like a bar, like it will tell you you have like minute thirty left and then it'll be done. Which I whenever I add an effect or like change something big, it will do that. It'll take a couple minutes. But it's never done that for saving, so I was like, this is weird. And then it would fail every time after letting oh, it wow. sit for like five, ten minutes. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I couldn't I couldn't do anything. It wouldn't let me do anything else with it. Like I couldn't export it or anything. Like the links were just dead? It wouldn't do? 
Yeah, I don't know what clicking. was happening. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I'm just going to have to restart it. Like, I have to redo this whole thing. <laughs> but luckily, it must have just kept saying it wasn't saving, but it did. It's one of those weird things that it kept giving me that error, but it saved. Yeah, that's too wow. So other news, uh, I got the, I might be the first, might be the first healthy 28-year-old person to get the vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, you're actually saying that, saying that on the open air, huh? Oh, man, there are going to be so many people mad at you right now. (laughs) Seriously, there are people will get mad. Oh, yeah, I know. Really mad. Because you got to get, you cut the line, you line cutter. But I know, but that's, I was thinking about it because I was like, maybe I, because I was thinking like, maybe I shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, I mean, it's not, it's nobody's fault or nobody like. Yeah. Explain it before people are screaming their heads off right now. Yeah. So as far as I know, or I'm aware, I got a text from Ashley, my sister saying, Hey, do you want to get the vaccine? They have extras, like this guy I work with, his wife works at a pharmacy, and they have extra. And I was kind of like, well, that's weird. I was like, I guess. I don't, I don't really understand what it is. And so it's, it's like, as far as I, I think what is happening is they don't have the fridges. They don't have the freezers for them. Because you have to have, like, a, a freezer has to get to a certain temperature to save them or something. Yeah. And they probably don't have, all the pharmacies don't have them. And I don't think they have a a good way of like just announcing it being like, hey, come in if you're, you know, we have extra vaccines that we have oh, to Oh, God, they probably of. wouldn't even want to do that. They'd probably just be swamped. Yeah, that could be too. Probably riots. Too crazy. <laughs> yeah. But so it sounded like, like when I, so I said yes. And she was like, so what will happen? You'll just have to like kind of be on call. Like if they call you, you have to get there like. At the time they tell you to that day. Oh, so you actually had to call them and get on a list. No, no. I mean, maybe Ashley put me on a list or something. I don't know. Okay. Exactly. But uh, she's like, I was like, okay, yeah, put me on it. But then like 10 minutes later, she texted me and said, okay, 2.30. They can get you. You just you have to be there at 2.30 or you won't get it. Wow. It's like, okay. And I got there and and and, <laughs> and she said, make sure you ask for this person. And I was like, well, that seems weird. It's like, why do I have to ask for, like, it seems sketchy, you know, like, right. I don't want to be, I don't want to be taking the vaccine from somebody, you know, Yeah, sure. that needs it. Absolutely. But uh, so I got there and I said that I was like, Hey, is this person working? And they, they weren't like, they were like, Oh yeah, you're here for the vaccine. I was like, yeah. And like, so it sounded like probably each employee had like so many, like they could give away some of them or something like some of the extras, like maybe they split up however many extras they had. Really? That's something like that. That does still sound a little sketchy. It, I know. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, if they're going to throw them away, I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, you don't want to throw them away. It, yeah, it's better me that, having it than nobody. Than nobody, absolutely. If that's the case, I, I can't really uh, verify 100% if that's what was going to happen, but... All right, so you're part of the experiment. Good. And uh, but, so I get there, and I get into the room with the nurse or whatever she is, and she goes, she's looking at my stuff. She's like, are you a teacher, or are you part of the schools? It's like, no. 
She's like, oh. She's like, it's just weird. You're young. I was like, <laughs> I know. I was surprised too. <laughs> but I did just actually saw well, something. I, on, I, I, uh, I smashed a couple senior citizens on the way in here because they looked like they were trying to come in yeah. here and get it. So. <laughs> But uh, I did because that was it is kind of weird. I feel weird about it because I'm definitely a healthy person that doesn't need it. Yeah, I don't. That that seems somebody's not doing their job right somewhere. Yeah, me. maybe. To me, I think that they don't have a good enough system set up. Like that pharmacy or other pharmacies don't have a system set up that they can give away the extras like in an orderly fashion. So they're just letting their employees contact people to come get it. So I don't even understand how it, how it goes. Is there a, is there a list of people that like during this, from this date to this date, you have to have, you know, this age or this problem or how are they even setting it up? I I believe it's just, I believe it's just age, at least in California. It started off. It was just like 65 or whatever, 65 and older could get it. That was the only uh, stipulation. There was no other exceptions. Really, no, no medical. Um, as far as I know, there was none. As far as I mean, I because know. maybe you could like have a doctor's note or something. I don't know. Because it's it seems to me that the the medical issues take precedent oh, over age. As far as actually, the, it was so how... it was age and essential workers. I think first, so like nurses and healthcare workers could get them first. Okay. And that, I think that, that makes sense. And then last, I think I just heard something that, at least this is California, starting, They then they started, I think like this week, they started rolling out teachers and stuff could get it, like if you're in the schools. Okay. Because they want to get those going again. And I heard I heard something that like on March 15th, I believe it was, they're starting a new, another wave where it's like, if you have a medical condition, then you can get it if you're under... 65 or whatever it is yeah i would have thought the medical condition would have overruled the age yeah i have um that seems or even a people aren't going to like this but you know the obesity factor since that seems to be the number one issue that's that is one of the medical conditions is it okay yeah but i don't i think part they probably aren't doing it like that because they didn't want people to have to go through their doctor to verify well, you should have just put like a pillow under your shirt and said, I'm a fat fuck. I need a shot. They would have said anything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, so you got it. So now are you going to be able to get the second shot in a timely manner? Yeah, because oh, I did ask because I asked that, too. I was like, man, I'm only going to get it if I can still get the am I guaranteed a second dose with it? She said, yeah, time. if you get the first one, you're going to get the second one. Okay. And they already, I already have it scheduled. And how long do you have to wait? Four weeks. Okay. So what, which, um, which one did you get? Um, Moderna. Okay. Moderna. Okay. Yeah. That's that's one of the new ones, the mRNA. Yeah. That's probably the one I would choose to get. Can you choose which one you get? No, no. Especially not if you're getting an extra one. Well, yeah. See, I, uh, the Pfizer one, I don't think I would take. Didn't they recall one of them? I don't know, but there I I've heard some, heard a few things about the Pfizer one. That, that the Moderna seems to be a little bit better, in my opinion. You got the Johnson and Johnson coming out. That's a more of a traditional. Yeah, that's the... inoculation now. 
Yeah, that one will be out really soon, I think. Now, that one's yeah. even scarier to me because, you know, always the traditional ones have, have had long, long test, you know, years of testing before yeah. it's put in. I don't know. So, any uh, any side effects yet at all? Anything? No. Sore arm? No, uh, no. I had a sore arm, yeah, but it's already gone. That was it? Just lasted a day. No, yeah. head- I mean it wasn't even wasn't even a sore arm. It was just the one spot that they shot it in. No, no headache or anything, huh? No, good, nothing. Yep, it's all fine. No, uh, I as far as I can tell, I'm not under mind control yet. <laughs> well, you're being tracked because you got the RFID in there, you know. So. Yeah, well, we're already being tracked anyway, so exactly. I'll take it. They still know where I'm at. They can come help me. <laughs> they, yeah. They. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, so that's my... I'm um, vaccinated now. Partially. What percentage yeah, What percentage protection do you have with just one? Like I don't six, remember. Like 60% or something, is it? I don't remember. I'm not sure. Just keep, just keep getting them. Now, do they give you a test to see if you have the antibodies before they bother to give you the? Nope. Hmm. That seems weird. Nope. You'd think they'd want to test you. You'd want to get tested first, just as whether you need it or not. Maybe. I think the problem is that, ant- well, for one, they didn't, that wasn't part of the trials, I don't think. So no, no, they couldn't have s- been. Well, yeah. I guess. But I don't. I don't think we know enough about the antibodies because now they're saying you might only actually be have antibodies for like three months. Then you. Well, then it, you would still have to get the shot every three months, then, because that's what it's doing. Well, it's a, making your body create the antibodies. No, it's a different though. I think because of this mRNA thing, it's a different. It just makes you create effect. the antibodies. I don't know. That's the way I understand it. Is. It creates a reaction so your body makes those antibodies. Yeah, I think that's the, the same. Theory. So if you get the disease and your body's making antibodies, what's that? I'm sure there could be a difference, but I'm pretty sure there's a little more to it. I don't think we, uh, I don't think you and I are the experts on it to understand. What are you talking about? I've been, <laughs> I've been studying this thing on Facebook since it came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> watching youtube videos all day info wars man come on yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right what else we got oh i well, don't know there's a, a really good fight card this weekend oh like definitely gonna be Adesanya. the best one of the year i'm sure yeah he's fighting it's yeah yep, israel adesanya versus jan blockowitz no i haven't heard of for him the for the light heavyweight title well, he's the light heavyweight champ right now. Jan is. What? Wait a minute. Yeah. Whoa, freeze. Freeze frame. Why isn't John Jones? Because he vacated. He's moving up to heavyweight. Okay. He vacated the belt, and he's he's training to be a heavyweight right now. All right. So they had, that was like, I mean, that was at least six months ago. And then they, so they had another, once he vacated, they had a, title fight they put you know like the number one versus number two or something like that against each other have has has adesanya and jones fought no 
why the heck aren't we seeing that fight? Because well, Adesanya is the one eighty five champ right now. He's the middleweight champ. He's moving up to two hundred five to fight for the title. But he didn't. He didn't like do that. And John Jones already left. Oh, he didn't John want to Jones. fight. He didn't want to fight John Jones then. He has said that he doesn't want to fight him yet. He wants to wait. What? So he's an old man. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they're the same age. I think Adesanya. They're the same age. So. Are they? Yeah. Mm. Adesanya is not that young. Okay. He already had like seventy kickboxing fights by the time he got into the UFC. Oh, jeez! Wow. Yeah. So, what other fights are good? So there's that one. So that's so that will be that'll make Adesanya double champ if he wins. So he'll be the one eighty five champ and two hundred five champ. Um. Then the co-main is uh, Amanda Nunes oh, versus geez, I think it's beast. Jessica Andrade maybe. Oh, okay. I think oh, I don't. I mean, Nunez is so good. It's <sighs> yeah, she's just scary. Yeah, I would not want to fight her. Heck no, <laughs> man. Not, I mean, then, I mean, me as a man, I wouldn't want to fight her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have another title fight. Um, I think it's Peter Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. Those are. I think they're 135. I believe 135 weight class. Oh, jeez. Teeny tiny guys. Okay. Yeah. That should be a good one, though. And then also Dominic Cruz is on the card, which is... I like watching him, too. Man, he's still fighting, huh? Wow. How old he's is he another one that he's not that old. He seems like it. Seems like he's I been around he just forever. Became a, he became a champ really young. And he was hurt a lot, so he missed a lot of beat fights. Beat him. Uh, Cody Garbrandt. Garbrandt, okay. Yep. Cody's making a comeback, too. Yeah, he's had a few Yeah. few good fights. He's trying to work himself back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, thought really he, card. I thought he moved up too fast. Garbrandt? I, yeah, I, think, I thought he got the championship too fast. But he won. Yeah, but I think it wasn't, you know, he didn't get that experience. That's why he couldn't hold it, I don't think. I mean, he's good, and he's fast as can be, but, man, he only had a few fights, and then he was fighting for the championship. No, I think he was, like, 12-0 and 0 or something. Was it that much? No, not in the UFC, though. Maybe they weren't all in the UFC. No. Yeah, I don't think they were in the UFC, because he came on just strong all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, because I remember, I remember him coming up. He fought somebody else that was undefeated as well as another young guy. And he, you know, destroyed him. And probably just another fight or two, and then he had the shot. Yeah, I remember that. But you can't really say it was too early, because he won. Yeah. He beat I... the best 135-er of all time, Dominic Cruz. Well. Yeah. I don't know. Dominic Cruz. I haven't seen him fight in a long time, but... When I seen him fight, I mean, yeah, he was good, but man, these fighters now, it's it's a different level. It seems like it seems like they're super extraordinary. Those, yeah, those champions. No, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know enough about it to really, you know. Yeah. It, what is that? All pay per view then. Yeah. Yeah. 
God, I hate paying that big money. I wish I could get it. I don't know anybody around here who's into fights. So I, yeah. I would have people over, but nobody's into fights. Nobody likes the fights. I'm like, man, how can you not like fights? I don't understand it. I know. It is kind of surprising. And there's nowhere to go for you. I could get Ronnie Baby to come over, but he'd just fall Yeah, he doesn't care, though. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd come over and help pay for it, at least. That's true. <laughs> and then I got to worry right. about if Angela's here and she's got friends or something, then they, they don't have to pay attention. They're going to make noise and be in the way. Yeah. <laughs> and want me to do chores while I'm watching the fight. <laughs> It is, it is it is weird. There, it seems like it's gaining a lot of popularity, but yeah, it's. I, I kind of feel the same way. I don't have a lot of friends that watch them. Yeah, not like I do. I mean, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, let's watch," but not like waiting for it to come on. Man, you give me a choice between like a baseball, basketball, football, or hockey, or the fights. I'm watching the fights every single time, unless the Lions are in the Super Bowl. That's the only <laughs> only real thing I'd rather watch that, you know? Yeah. Or maybe I'll, a, a pick, game to make it to the Super Bowl. But. Depending on the fight, but I'll probably watch the Lions before <laughs> I watch UFC. But Not me. Depending on the fight. If it's a big fight, then I might pick that. But. Well, yeah, that's All just right. it. You never know with the, with the fights. It, it might be a, a crappy card, but the fights might be amazing. Yeah, that's you, true. You never know. You might have a great big card of will really promoted card big names and it's terrible yeah you're like dang it i spent my 65 bucks for nothing or whatever it is i know (laughs) that is the only it's the weird thing about fighting is that it's pay-per-view but no other sports are pay-per-view they all have contracts with the (sighs) yeah with the tv to watch networks or something yeah and i think i don't know if we're the only country but i know a lot of countries in europe they get the fights for free they just watch them on regular TV. Wow. Their network like has the contract with UFC or whatever. Jesus. I don't I don't understand it. Because we got money. Ridiculous. Send me that little cheat code next time you you got one. <laughs> but to me. <laughs> There's a lot. I think that's where most of the streams come from, is from the Europe channel. Do they? Yeah. Uh, it must be easier to stream those for some reason or I don't know. Mm. All right, so you want to go through a few uh these question things I have? Questions, huh? So are these like yes or no questions? Or are they No. What are they meant to do? Well, some of so they're some of them I wrote down are from that book Tribe of Mentors. That's yeah. the Tim Ferriss book where he just kind of like interviewed people and then put it into a book. Yeah. They're just random. They're kind of some of them are kind of random just I think he described it as like they were just genuine questions he wanted to know to like help him. He wanted to help. He wanted to ask like successful people that way it would help him. Did he ask all these successful people the same questions? He had like a group of questions and not all of them necessarily got the same question. Okay. But there is a lot of, yeah, they're mostly crossover. Like everybody kind of answered a similar question. That's what I'd be interested in hearing different opinions on the same question. Okay. Yeah. I also have a couple more questions too that uh, my client asked me, and we could talk about those if you. I'll start with those actually. Okay. So, uh, she asked. I don't remember why we were talking about it, but it was something about like time travel. 
and whether or not you would want to, would you rather travel back in time or forward in time? Well, and we can put the stipulation, like, let's say you're going to stay there for a week. Not, It's not like forever, not to stay there forever. The problem with moving forward in time is you might go to where everything's destroyed and you might die the instant you pop up there. Well, we'll put, we'll put the caveat that you won't die. Okay. So you could go find out what's going on in the future or you can go you're back in time. Can you, can you change things in, in, when you go back in time? I don't know. Well, we'll say that, yeah, you could go back in time and change. We'll change. You could change things. Because, I mean, otherwise, other than, that, other than that, you're just going back for a history lesson. Yeah. So, but we'll say, yeah, you could change things. Okay, so that's intriguing. You could go back and, and save JFK, you know? You could you could do some pretty yeah. amazing things. You completely change. change You'd history. have to like if you did something like that. If you went back and saved JFK, you might come back and it might be completely different. Right, right. The paradox there. I forget what that's called, but yeah. And that would have to be another caveat. You'd have to say, okay, are things going to be exactly the same when I come back? Or I, I don't and, think you could. Decide. And I don't know. Maybe there's a maybe there's an alternate timeline when you when you change that. It changes that timeline, but it's not part of your timeline that you're in. You know what I mean? There's always that that yeah. factor you, that you think of it that your actual time doesn't change. It just the the line that it was going splits, veers off. Yeah, and becomes that, but you're still on this timeline, and maybe you can't, you know, go off on that timeline. Even you know you're stuck in that similar. So I don't know. Who knows? I wouldn't. I would not want to go. I wouldn't go back in time to change anything. That would definitely not be part of my. I think because I'd be too worried it would change something for me in the present. But what what if you went back in time with the, the the idea in your mind that you're going to change things for the better for you? You're going to go back and you're going to buy a lottery ticket for the numbers that you already know you you that are going to be pulled. I don't think I don't think I would I don't think I want to do that. I think it's too risky to change everything. You might have a completely different. Well, okay, what if you only went back two days and picked the lotto number? Yeah, maybe then. But I would. <laughs> no, I mean, it's different, isn't it? But instead, you could you could go to the future though and get tomorrow's lottery number, then go back to your time, and then. Right. Go buy the lottery ticket. Yeah. Then you're not worried anything about the past. You may up. you may pick up COVID twenty seven when you're there too and bring it back with you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Or you may walk into a nuclear explosion or a, a meteor or the aliens have come and captured and enslaved everyone and you get caught up in that. I, who knows, you know? If you want to talk craziness, we could go real crazy. I think that yeah, it's it's hard to say. I would either want to do, I wouldn't want to do anything in my lifetime. Like I wouldn't want to go forward into my own lifetime, or backward into my lifetime. I want to. I would want it to be further either one either way. Have you seen the movie Time Machine? Yeah, but it's been a long time. Well, there are two versions of it. There's an old timey version, which yeah. was which was very cool, and then the new up to date version. And yeah, I, I like them that. both but they both have the same kind of thing, you know, that 
you know, humanity is going to wipe themselves off the earth and we become something else. We have to start all over again type thing. And, uh, yeah, he went, what did he do? He went back in time and somebody stepped on a bug or something and changed a bunch of stuff. Or that's a different movie, maybe. That might be a different movie. But, yeah, he went back and went into the future and, you know, society had destroyed itself and it was back to caveman time, basically with a few survivors that were human still. Yeah. And then other people, that. other people had morphed into Mug, the Mugla, whatever they, I forget what they call them. People that lived underground and. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I would love to go back in time to witness some historic events. Now, if you could, yeah. if you could go back in time and you were just like a, uh, a tourist Nothing you could do would affect. You couldn't interact with people, but you could witness everything in re- like in real time when you're there. That would be cool. Yeah, I would, I yeah, would love would to do cool. that. I don't know if I would want to go into the future. If you had the same parameters, you were allowed to go back, but it didn't affect anything. You, you're like in this, this protective bubble when you're there. Yeah. No one could see you or interact with you, but you could witness everything. I would love to go back in time, but I don't know if I would want to go fut- into the future. Even with the same, even with the protective bubble? Yeah, yeah, because I don't know, man. What if, what if you've seen some stuff, stuff that really disturbed you? You know, especially like things with your family, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, how far in the future are you talking? I don't know. Maybe I go there and where my grandkids are a heroin addict. Well, yeah, that's oh. not very far in the future, I mean. I would want to go way past that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want it to be anything related to my life still around. That that would be... But still, if you saw whatever you would saw, seen, might affect you so dramatically, it would, it would affect how you lived your life when you came back into the present. Yeah. It, it really would. I mean... I'm sure. Imagine if you were from even even just 300 years ago and you came here into our time and seen the things you've seen. Not just the technological innovations, but the differences in how people treat each other, how they live, uh, groups and um and races and countries and society, how it, the inner workings of society, that would really mess with your head, I think. I don't know. I would have to ponder that a lot. I would definitely go back in time because we can read history books and, and see history, and that it affects our thinking a little bit. Yeah. And it would probably it would probably affect us still a little bit going back, but going into the future, man, that would be such a a mind. It would blow your mind. I can't. I don't think you can be ready for what you might see. I don't think there's any way. Like, well, how far are you talking? Like a thousand years? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that you would be ready for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably, I maybe not. I don't know. I mean, think of the year one thousand twenty-one. What the hell was going on then? Not much. 
<laughs> but there was still like I think by then I mean there's still like civilizations and there's cities. If you, you want know, to call them civilizations, ours, but... yeah. I mean, yeah, that wasn't yeah. They were still life was way different. But a thousand years, cool. a thousand I would wanna... years. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I, don't... I would want to see like either like a thousand years in the future. See what that's like, or like. Here's my fear. Early, early, like the first humans, like oh, when we first, or even became even, a species. Yeah, you know? like when dinosaurs were roaming the earth, or that too. That would oh be cool. man, that would be really cool. I think I'd rather see the early humans though, if I had to choose. Would you? I think so. Are you talking because like nobody early, knows early humans with all the different t- species variations? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the like our and I would want it to be like see the first human, the first Homo sapien. Because isn't, well, yeah, but aren't there like uh, six or seven different species that they know of that were humanoids? Yeah, I think there might be more. Yeah. They keep finding more and more, I think. That would be weird. And maybe maybe if you go a thousand years in the future, too, there's going to be more. Maybe there'll be another, I don't, some other humanoid species. I got to tell you, in my honest opinion, I don't think there'll be... I don't think there'll be anything a thousand years. Yeah, as far as people, close. I don't think people yeah. will be around. You think we'll be gone by then? For the most part. There might be some small factions. That's not that far, though. That's not that far ahead. Dude, we're only, In the grand we're only 70 years out from, from, when, we, from when we started to uh, develop nuclear weapons that we can destroy everyone. Yeah, that's true. At some point, that's going to get loose. At some point. Maybe. I I would be shocked. I just, human nature, man, it's just, it takes one crazy nut. One. That's it. That's all it takes. But I would still want to see, I mean, that's, I would want to see if we're there. Plus, plus the overpopulation the of the planet by then might be a big issue as well. I mean, how, Maybe. How yeah. do we address all those things? I don't know. I think that's why it's cool to see. It would be see if we figured it out or not. But it, it would be awesome to go that far ahead and see if we are there. And if we are, it'd be it would be amazing. But then if you did get there and everyone was gone, mine, yeah, my mind probably wouldn't be able to handle that. But it's to me, it's so far in the future, it wouldn't really matter. It's not anybody I know. Yeah, but wouldn't the rest of your life say it doesn't even matter? Nothing matters. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Only my time here right now matters. What I do to help the future wouldn't matter. I think it's so far uh, so far ahead it doesn't I don't I don't know. Have children then talk to me about it. Yeah, maybe that's Yeah. yeah. It's different. But your children aren't going to be there either. It's so far ahead. No, but your children's children, you know, on down Not the line. even, no. Children's 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 children. But still. <laughs> you're barely even related to anybody. Yeah, but you're going to say, why are you doing, I mean, why? Why? Uh, I think people would go, if that was possible, and everyone did it, and then everyone Is that out. why you're, I mean. Every, no one would you, give a shit about anything. There'd be craziness. I people don't would, think so. I don't need your laws, blah, blah, blah. I think it, well, that's, yeah, that's the argument for religion too, right? I mean, that's why. I mean, is that why you're doing Google Ads? Because in a thousand years, you want no to make a difference. 
no, because I don't want to be exactly des- destitute when I'm <laughs> 65. Exactly. So you're living in the moment. You're living in this lifetime. True. You're only worried about that. True, but I do things that 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 are dependent on the future. You know, stupid little things. Yeah. I do it all the time. I don't like the litter. I don't. Like but the, the thing pollute. is, we. I like to. But even if you know for a fact that in a thousand years, you know, if you go in the future and you see that it's no nothing's there, we still know. I mean, we have enough historical data to know that something is going to happen. So even those little things you do right now are not really. Eventually, it's not going to matter. I guess it would be good because, because then you could you could see what's going to happen and you could tell everyone, and then it would be known that, okay, we've got to watch out for this. We've got to watch out for whatever happened, you know? Maybe. Not if it's like a volcano erupts or something. Even then, you know, maybe we figure something out. I don't know. But like I said, we already know those things are going to happen. Yeah, but we don't know what's going to end the world. I mean, you're going to go, you're going to go so far in, in, in the future that, you know, the sun turns supernova and kills everybody and, Maybe. Maybe. We don't really know when that'll happen. They have an idea. I mean, it's a long, 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 long. I mean, like, what'd they say? How many years? It was like in the billions of years, I think. Something. Like I'm that. sure anything can happen, though. Yeah. But still, okay, so even that. So we, you know in billions of years, the sun's going to explode. True. And what, So why is it? True. You're right. You're right. You got me. So is there no hope now? I mean, because in a billion years, they're not going to be... I guess sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) See, where? well, a thousand years doesn't seem that far to me, where a billion years is like, yeah, okay. (laughs) See, well, that's... (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing. It is. It's just a different time period. I don't know. That's. I mean, that's how I feel about a thousand years. Like, it's so far. Well, hell, I won't be around here in 50, so what the hell do I care? Yeah. Hey, you never fifty, maybe. Mm, I doubt it, but you never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, that's a that's so, a tough one. Yeah, your client. So, do you have an answer? Would you rather go back or forward? Back. You probably sounds like back. Back. Yeah. Back. That's tough. I would. I I might want to hear about it from somebody else, but I don't think I'd want to witness it. If I, I heard, go if forward. I heard stories from other people, then maybe I would go. Yeah. But that'd be weird. What if you, what if, you know, tomorrow you walk out your door and all of a sudden people start popping up in front of you from the future, from the past or the future start visiting you <laughs> like, what, what the heck? <laughs> that, I mean, cause if one person could do it, everybody's going to want to do it, you know? It'd be like tourism. I'm going yeah. to time tourism. I'm a time tourist. <laughs> like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, you know? Yeah. Like about, we wanted to see the where it all started, you know? The, the Bill and Ted's music that changed the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, though. You, could you imagine going back in time? to some of these, um, to some of the things that are controversial on whether they, you know, cause the old saying is, you know, the victors write history. 
you know, so you only get history from the, yeah. the victors, you know, and from wars and whatever happens, you know, the people who survived, did the best and overcame everything are the ones you hear the stories from, not the people they got tromped on and stolen from or destroyed or whatever. So it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a, a big responsibility going back there and actually witnessing firsthand and be able to, can you take your cell phone with you and record stuff too? No. Oh, well, the, so you couldn't bring any proof back. It would all just be hearsay. See, I think that might, that would probably affect me more than the future would. Like if you go back a thousand years and you see our, our society was built off of something horrific that we didn't know about, that would be. Well, it is horrific and we do know about it. <laughs> well, we are, I know we know a lot. But what if you find out even more? Oh, I'm sure. And you're seeing it. And if you see it, that might be, that might be more. You know, the scary part is what we're doing now that we don't hear about. Yeah, that'll be another thing, too. Yeah. And what we have done. Yeah. I, there's tons. That will happen for sure. There yeah. is. I'm, I, absolutely. Yeah. If, if you look at history, you can't deny it. Every, every country, yeah. especially conquering countries, you know, terrible, terrible things, just like us. Terrible, terrible things. In the name of natural resources, mostly. Yeah. All right, can we pause for a second? Sure. All right. I am watching this video while you went up and did a business there. Um, of the SN10 sticks the landing. Like, I guess it's supposed to be Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, the SpaceX. Man, does it look like CGI to me. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah, it landed. It doesn't look real. It looks like I'm watching an Abbott and Costello Goes to Mars movie. Wow. Does it show it blow up, too? No. Did it blow up? I believe so, yeah. After it landed, it blows up. Huh. Because like, i seen another meme about it. It looked like it was blowing up or something, too. But Dang. That's a bummer. So, because uh, this came up in... Oh, wait, here we go. Explosion after landing. Oh, wow. Yeah, it did. Dang, was that today? I think so, yeah. Today or yesterday. Ooh. Now, where is that at? I don't know. Is that California, Florida? Oh, Boca Raton. No. Texas. Oh, okay. Focus something, Texas. Yes. So, how are your stacks doing? Your AMC stocks, do you still have them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How are they doing? Uh, AMC is down. I mean, it's just down like a couple bucks. From when you bought like it? From, yeah. Okay. Um. But GameStop has come back. Do you have GameStop too? Yeah. Oh. I have GameStop, yep. Uh. So actually I bought GameStop when it like when it came down. I bought one I bought in and once at a hundred dollars per share. And then once again it came down even more at sixty five per share. Oh wow. And now it's at like a hundred and thirty five per share. Oh good. Cool. Yeah. So you doubled your money on the one. Yeah. 
So damn. And that one, I mean, that one, I keep you know, I keep following the Reddit stuff. I'm looking at it, and yeah, I don't understand. I wish I understood it more to really like know if people are telling the truth. But yeah, people are talking about it, and they sound like they know what they're talking about. Or like when I read it, I'm like that makes sense. You, but I can't be for sure. You, you know, didn't can't be put certain. enough money into it that you have to have that money back, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. So no. who cares? Let it ride. Baby. That's that's how I think, too. I'm like, I don't really care. I, yeah, I wasn't going to like yeah. put everything I had into it. It's like going to the casino. I'm here for a good time. I'm going to lose But people are here. still saying like this whole shorting, how the head fund shorted the stock. Uh-huh. They're still saying that it hasn't been paid back yet. Like the head funds still have to pay it back, which means that will make it go up, shoot up way again. Really? Like to like, you know, over $400 per share type of stuff. Oh my God. So, so what are you looking at with, um, uh, have you looked at Bitcoin at all? I have a little bit of Bitcoin, yeah. I bought, I just bought like, I bought $50 at one point and then I just added another like 15 cuz I I buy it through Cash App. Okay. And since I I just had a few dollars in there like someone sent me 15 bucks for something so I just put it into the Bitcoin. So I I had a total of $65 and now it's at like 95. Man, I wish I would like bought it when I, when I started the first looking at it. I first started looking at it, it was like $400. Yeah. Oh. Now it's like 30,000. <laughs> <laughs> It was just too complicated for me, and I didn't really. I wasn't interested. It wasn't enough. easy to buy, yeah. And I it wasn't was interested enough in in it too, you know. Plus, there were so many different um, uh, cryptocurrencies. Crypto yeah, you didn't know. There still are. There still are a lot. Yeah, that's the one that's sticking the most. Yeah. But yeah, you can just buy it right on Cash App. I mean, it's popular enough. <laughs> now, to... are you still using uh, Robinhood? No. No. Okay. Well, I used it a long time, like a f- couple years ago, but I just didn't feel like keeping up. I just pulled whatever I had out of there. And then I was going to go back and use it when all this GameStop stuff was happening. Uh-huh. Because that was like the night before that I started hearing about it. Yeah. So I went on there and I like pre-ordered stuff so that when the market opened, it would buy it. Right. I remember and they, that. they they canceled all of my orders. So I was like, all right, fine. And I just deleted it. And Yeah. I, now I, I go through my bank and through Cash App. Oh, through your bank? I have Charles Schwab, so. Oh. So I have a checking with him. Plus, they give you a free, like, brokerage account too. Wow. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Is that just online, or do you have a a brick and mortar place you visit? No, that mine's all only online. I can't go in anywhere. So if you get a check, you just have to like. Deposit it. Picture. Yeah. Take a picture, yeah. And how, yeah. I can't deposit cash. How long do they hold all that? What if you get a problem with something? Well, that's my only fear about total online banking without a brick and mortar you can go visit. What if you have a problem? You know, somebody bounces a check on you and or something that, like that happens. I don't know. Call. Yeah. Yeah. Like calling everybody else during COVID time. You don't get any answers ever. <laughs> that's so frustrating. We went just, to a bank. I mean, I, so get this. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to open an account. Well, Angela, I'm going to have Angela open an account. 
a little complicated why, but anyway, have her open an account so that when I pay her paycheck, she can just deposit it in those accounts. Okay. And use a lot of her money to pay that money from that account to pay bills. So we go to County National Bank. Yep. I'm going to keep saying County National Bank. We go there to open an account. Do you want to know what the very first question the lady asks? What would you think? Something about COVID? No. Oh, <laughs> I just thought like, that would get you riled up. Nope. I don't know. Where do you work? Okay. Why is a bank asking you where you work? Oh, was it like a business account or something? No. Oh, just a regular personal checking account. That's weird. Where do you work? Why is a bank asking you where you work? Was it any of their business? So here's the issue. We have a really difficult time. Get, Angela and I getting the same day off during the week or time off that we can go and get this done, right? It's the one day this week. So we go there, sit down with the lady. Thank God we didn't have to wait, at least. We got right in. First question, where do you work? So Angela works in the dispensary. So now this lady's like, oh, well, I have to make a phone call. She gets in line, chat, 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 chat. Oh, I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can accept that your paychecks here. Now keep in mind, she's not going to put those paychecks in that account yeah. even. And I tell the lady this, doesn't matter. She's chat, chat, chat. I don't think I can open one up for you. I got to get okayed from the boss. Well, no one's given her any answers. It's got to go higher up the chain. Well, we can get it all set up for you. I can't get anybody to give me any answers. And we, we can email you everything. You can do it all over line. Online, I'm just, just write it up for my business. I'm, I'm, now I'm like, why, I wish you wouldn't even have told them about stupid. Yeah. Because that money's not going there. You're getting paychecks from me and Kirk's Five Star. Yeah. Should have just said that. But anyway, it doesn't it shouldn't, shouldn't matter. I mean, it shouldn't matter anyways. It's exactly. A real, it's not, it should, it's a real job. She's. Exactly. It shouldn't matter. And it's all legal in Michigan. So it doesn't. Yeah. But then she couldn't do it. And then. No contact, no email, no email. Two days later, nothing. I'm done with those people. That that pisses me off, man. I get frustrated when you can't just do. You're getting that look like, oh, here comes the dad rant. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> that pisses me off. Do your goddamn job, people. Why can't somebody? You're going to tell me the thousands of dispensaries that are in Michigan, and maybe not thousands, but for sure hundreds of dispensaries in Michigan with hundreds, maybe thousands of employees in this marijuana business that get paid by a paycheck, you'd think these people would have this figured out by now already. It's been years. Why? I don't get it. You can't even open up a checking account. That is weird. The, 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 the worst thing is you can't even get an answer from people. So now, well, what the heck, man? 
And, you know, Hillsdale, we're limited at the number of banks, but frustrating. Use an online one. <laughs> Why are they asking you what, for what reason, other than if it was a med medical marijuana facility, but then why are you asking what people, where they work? What does that have know. to do with your... I mean, banks are like, you know, banks are using your money for their business, so... Because they want to know who's investing into their business. Guess what? When I was growing pot before it was recreationally legal, that's a bank I used. <laughs> but I didn't tell them. They had tens of thousands yeah. of dollars of mine in there. I didn't tell them. They told... They said, where do you work? They probably asked me where I work. I said, I don't work. And then they took the money. But if you tell them, yeah. you're up and up and on board, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's really the business, not the... It's the people I'm in sure the business. Come on, somebody ought to know the damn laws. She's well, asking yeah, the question. The lady shouldn't have... She's asking the question, and she knows that throws up a flag. So why don't you already have that answer? Come on. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, well. There's my rant for that. It's over. Let's go to another bank. I know. It's just pain in the ass because we can't get the time off together. Do the online one. I don't want to do it online. <laughs> She's got to go somewhere to be able to. Well. I deposit. You could put deposit I know, but they usually phone. put a hold on them. That's no, not mine. Only the very first time. Really? I get mine right away. Charles Schwab. As long as you are if you're if you know, if you're a good client. Like I've never had a I've never given them a bad check or anything, so they just give it to me right away. I've always been a good client with my banks that I do, but they still take three days. Well, you need a better bank, maybe. At first That's what I'm at first at Southern Michigan, at first they were going through right away, instantly. Then they changed it. And then, then I even I went to the other bank, and that's three days. Well, mine, maybe because mine's all online, they try to they push them through quick because that's the only way you can do it. Probably because they're just a better bank. That could that's be too, guess. yeah. Well, it's not a lot of these banks that get ripped off so much. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, what do you think? You want another question or? Hell yeah, we didn't even hardly get in. We up. didn't even get into the questions, did we? Why well, the travel time travel one? Yeah, that was a good one. That, that you could talk for hours on that, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll have to do a so, whole podcast on it. So the other one uh, that she asked was, "Do we have a soul? Do you believe we have souls?" Um, it depends on the context that well, you're talking give, about. So I'll give the definition that okay. her and I were look, looked at and talked about. So it is the spiritual or immaterial part of a human being or animal regarded as immortal. I'd like to say yes. I know that there's something that we have that we can't um, 
you can't quantify, you can't touch, you can't measure. There's something there because all you have to do to understand that is to ask the question, where do new ideas come from? When you ask the question, where do new ideas come from? Then you get into that land of the unknown. Because you can sit there and all of a sudden something comes into your brain. And we are always we always think of our brain as, as kind of like a computer, you know, input in, input out. You learn from experience, doing, touching, feeling, reading from all your senses that you have, your, your five senses. And you, you learn from that. But where do these new ideas come from? How do you get something that has never been seen, never thought of, never heard of before, and that idea comes into your mind, into your brain. So if, as far as that goes, I, I believe there's something. So you think that that's the soul? I don't know. It, it, it could be something to do with that. I think we have... I think there are things in the universe that we can't, we don't have the receptors for. You know, we have the five senses. And I think there's other things out there that our five senses can't read or, or see or feel or touch or measure and and none of our equipment can as well uh, the things that we've created there's there's so many things that that point to that that there is something else there is that tied to the soul or a so-called soul i don't know i almost feel like at times that there is this I, i'll i'll compare it to the um what is it called the cosmic uh the cosmic radiation or cosmic whatever it is the uh the black energy dark energy we can't see it we can't measure it. We think it's there. But it's everywhere, right? It's everywhere, pushing and pulling against everything. I feel that that maybe, maybe there is something out there like that that kind of is also a part of everyone and everything. And maybe when you die that part of you that that part of that big whatever that is that is in everything and everyone and throughout the whole universe and everything that 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 you're made up of that it there is with you maybe that continues on a soul 
like, hey, I'm this individual soul, and my individual soul is going to go out and do and be alive and, and live in heaven or hell or somewhere else like that. I don't know if I really believe that. I believe maybe that you've got part of a collective system within you. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, collect. Do you think there's something collective that we all share? I think so. So it's not really you. It's right. It's an energy, gotcha. a power, a something. You know that you you pick these things up from that 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 transfers and it goes different things. That's the only kind of explanation that I can come up with in my pea brain that makes sense to me. What about you? Gotcha. What about you? No, I don't believe in a soul. I don't believe we have souls. Yeah. And I guess I can kind of get what you're saying, or I can kind of get on board, I should say. But to me, it's simpler. I guess maybe... I don't know. I have a hard time like believing that just because like you said we have five senses. We we sense what we sense. To me so it's like maybe I don't know, maybe there's something in me I'd rather not put any investment into it. So I'd rather just be like yeah, it's not. But I can kind of get them. I mean cuz it's like you know, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So our we will stay here. Our energy will be here. Whether that's decomposing and rotting away and we're reused in the soil. Yeah. But so it, like I can kinda understand is the collective there, part. Is there anything there that leaves a residual or 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 survives through that in and stays intact throughout that um that process? And and maybe, I don't think and, so. And it's yeah. not and you can't See, well, the way I look at it is it's not an individual, you know. Yeah, you just happen to be saying. borrowing that mm-hmm. while you're alive. Maybe that's a life force. Maybe that's maybe that's what brings you to life, you know. Because how do you explain that? You know, that's we we can't create life from nothing. We have we can't do that. We've, no. So something is there, I, I believe. And I believe in a power. There's something. I, I believe that there is a creative power, energy, something. I don't necessarily believe that there's a God of the Bible type thing. That's this person that we look like and, and that. Yeah. I, don't really, I don't really believe that. But I do believe... I do believe there's something that you think something like orchestrates. Yeah. Because when you look at the world as a whole, everything in it and every minute little thing, otherwise basically came by happenstance by chance. Now, yes, once some things are there, I can see how evolution manipulates things and, and we're changing there, but who created that so it so that would happen? You know, to yeah, just say that's a good argument to me though, because then it's who created the thing that created I know, I know. That's the mind blown. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter what you believe, you always have that. 
Yeah. You yeah. always have that. Yep. So it's easier for me to say that, yes, there's something. Don't know what it is. I don't think it's, you know, the God per se. Um, we've had this kind of discussion before. Th there's something, I, I believe. I don't think everything just came about um, from a big bang and here we are. It, it's too astronomically impossible for my brain to conceive. So if I can only have to conceive one impossible thing, it's much easier for me. But why do you have to conceive an impossible thing? Well, you have to. Where did everything come from? Why? Everything came from somewhere. But why can't you just say you don't know? Well, I why can are say people, I why are we in? I can say I don't know. I don't. But people are very uncomfortable with not knowing. That's what I think. I'm not. It is what it is. So why do you think? Why do you feel like you need to believe that something created? No, I don't need to believe it. That's just where my mind goes. When you ask me that question, that's where I believe is the strongest belief thing that I can that I can get my head to wrap around. I'm. But you still I'm don't probably know. not a... right. Most most likely, I'm not right. It's something that we have no idea or never thought of or never conceived before. Most likely, uh -huh. but that's what I can wrap my head around. Um, the idea of any of the structured religions that are on the uh, that we use around the world, I I don't believe in it because I've been in religions and I've seen what how they manipulate people over time, over history, the changes, the things that are said and done. And it's all garbage to me. Yes, there's some great things within religion. There's some great ideas, some great uh, tenets, some great um, histories and, and habits or whatever you want to say. But for the most part, to believe any of these religions wholeheartedly, no. no. And to say that there's this, to say that there's a soul, an individual soul that you have, and it will go on living, that's a hard pill to swallow. There's, there's really absolutely no evidence that, that says that. You have some stories of people who say they've been dead and came back. None of those really show like uh, that you're a that you're some kind of a spirit or a soul. I I don't think that you know you you think about the mind. If you you separate the mind and the brain, that's where it gets that's where it gets sketchy. Because your mind is like your thoughts and the way you think and the, 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 the perceptions of things and your brain just does the processing of knowledge and experience that you've had. So the mind is something different. It's more than just the firing of the neurons in your brain from one side of the brain to the other and, and making these connections. And that's the unexplainable part. That's where it gets the, the woo-woo comes in. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that... 
it's hard. I think we need to maybe I, I want to look into that a little bit because I think there's a lot more explained than we realize. I, in I'm, terms of the mind, in terms of the mind, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure. I do. I have listened to some experts, albeit just on simple podcasts and things like that. And from what I've gathered, is there's not really a solid explanation. There's hypothesis and and you know ideas that that have come out, but I don't know how we would even get to the point of being able to measure and prove that. It's not going to happen within my lifetime, I don't think. Yeah. But I don't live my life going, oh, my soul's going to go to heaven or it's going to go to hell. I did when I was younger, when I drank Kool-Aid. It was a horrible life. Horrible thinking that way. Horrible. Just horrible. Just live your life and try to be a good person. Try not to do harm to others and harm to yourself or harm to the where you live, the planet you survive, you know, you live on that keeps giving you, you know, a place to live and air and nutrition and whatever you need. Live a good life. Don't be a dick. You know, I don't have to follow some Ten Commandments or I'm going to burn in hell from the from the father in heaven that loves us more than anything else in the world, but will put us in a fiery pit and burn forever. That's, that's a catch 22 that you can't get past. Yeah. That's you can give me one person who would say, yep, my kid. uh, So let's, let's follow. Let's let's do a religious experiment here. I'm going to lay out a scenario for you. I'm going to lay out a scenario for the, um, uh, let's go with Islam, okay? Just for the for the heck of it. Islam doesn't believe in eating uh, certain animals, like a pig. You won't eat a pig. So, if you eat a pig, you eat a ham sandwich, the creator that loves you more than anything in this world created you, made you, is going to put you in a torture and burn forever and ever torturous pain beyond measure because you ate a ham sandwich. Uh, hello? <laughs> so, with that idea of if you had a child and your child Let's say they stole a ham sandwich and ate it. So they did two things that were wrong. Would you take that kid and burn him with a flame torch and keep burning him while screaming and screaming because they stole a sandwich and ate it? If that's religion, you can have it. That's... That's where I draw the line and say, no, no, you're, but then they'll make excuses. Uh, the religious fanatics will make excuses and they'll, they'll talk about, yeah, but that's not the meaning. It's this. No, you can't pick and choose what you want. The Bible's just a bunch of stories that got put together by a bunch of priests who decided on, they had a, a ton of stories to go through 
and they picked and chose which stories they wanted to go into this book called the Bible. And then, or whatever, if you're talking about Christianity, there were there were these priests, they all got together, there were thousands of stories. They put the stories that they thought should be in this book, and they call it the Bible, and you must follow this Bible, and this is the guide to life. There are horrendous stories in the Bible. Have you read the Bible? I've Yeah, I know some of them. There are horrendous <laughs> stories. New Testament and Old Testament, it doesn't matter. And if you want to follow something like that, more power to you. If it gives you peace of mind, if you're a good person become a, because of it, if you're a better person, it gives you relief, gives you comfort, lets you, lets you feel like uh, your life has meaning. Great. Good, man. I don't have anything against it. Just don't force me to do it. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I, I just don't believe it. And I don't feel bad. I, like, I don't, I don't um, look at people differently who are who are in religions unless you're a, a really fanatic about it and you want to say this is this is this and this and this is this for sure. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know. But if you start saying that, you say that about anything, I'm going to call you an asshole. Yeah. So that, that's the only thing. What What about you? As far as do we have a soul or? What about the whole religion thing? Well, what about it? I don't know. What do you feel about it? You're, yeah, I don't... you're a baptized Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saved. So <laughs> I can do whatever I want. <laughs> if that were only true, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't believe in any religion i don't believe and believe as much as you as far as like even thinking everything's a collective i i don't believe that thing or i I don't i want to make that clear i don't believe it i think it's something that i could wrap my head around that a little bit if that were a factor that's as close as i think i can get to like a soul gotcha but i don't i want to think that maybe that there's something of course, I want to think that, but there's there's no proof of any of it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I don't. That's my. I don't really. All the things you said, I feel this. I mean, there's too many. The stories don't make sense to me about you know with religion and the the um. What do you call it? Like. Like you said, like picking and choosing different things and saying some things are true and some things you don't have to worry about. To me, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I don't feel like I need it to make sense. Yeah. I have no issues. I'm not like struggling with my life on this earth to, or my existence to be like I need to. I need it one way or the other. I don't, I don't feel like I need to be an atheist and say there's nothing and if you think Otherwise, then you're wrong, or I don't need to be the other way. Yeah, just like I don't know. Yeah, well, there's some, I don't know. There, there's some, you know, there's some people who say who who are kind of that way too, but they say, um, you know, if I'm wrong, so what? But if I'm right, yeah, then I'm doing great. So there's that there's that aspect of it, but you could you could say that about anything. 
you could make up all kinds of stuff and, and go from there. Yeah. Yep. So as long as you live your good life and you're not, you're not an asshole to other people, you're not hurting things, you're not hurting your environment, the things around you, the people, the animals, anything else around you, you know, you try to do good and make other people's lives better for the, for the benefit of everyone. I think that's basic what people want out of religion anyway. Yeah. It's like mask mandates. You know, if you looked at, at the, the shutdowns and mask mandates as the religion, people want to keep people safe anyway. You don't have to have this religion to force it on, yeah. on everyone. People are going to be good or they're going to be assholes, you know? When uh, when I was in the religion I was in as a kid, everything was forced on you. And I mean, you were really ridiculed and uh, looked at and sh almost to the point of shunned type deal like how the Amish do. You know, if you did certain things that the church didn't approve of or talked a certain way or dressed a certain way, it was... Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get behind it. And I, it was, it was torturous for me for years and years and years. I just hated it. I really, really hated it, especially at the end. It was, it was a horrible, horrible thing that I had to go through and I wouldn't wish that on anyone else. And it was, it was uh, the normalization. It was normalized in that group of people. And they they would come out and say they are special. They're the chosen ones. That's what all these religions say. We're the chosen ones. Everyone else is going to burn in hell. You know that's where. What are you talking about, man? That's how you get these people who, you know, they they have longing. They, you know, they need something in their life that gives them comfort, and that gives them comfort. I'm special. I am special. I'm part of this small niche group. I'm special. You know. And it's too bad when people, re they lean on that and that's what their life is. A lot of them don't, they don't blossom into what they actually could be in their life. You know, what they could do in, in society and the world and, and for themselves and their families and everything, because it's all about the religion. We've got to follow this. We've got to be, we've got to, uh, you know, follow this religion. The church says we should do this. Church says we should do that. You're afraid to do anything that's against that. And uh, you, you're so consumed with that religion. And I'm not saying everybody. There's but there's a small group of people in every religion that's like that. You know? yeah. And you could take those energies and, and that person could do other things that would actually help help people around them, society, and themselves. So I don't be crunch. You got to end. No, oh. no, no, no! I was gonna say something else. What's that? I was just gonna say we gotta have uh, we need to get Mark to do one of these and have a religion episode. I've said that from the beginning. <laughs> well, I was thinking before. I think before when I thought about having him on, maybe it was just me. I don't remember if we talked about it, but I was thinking, and he probably thinks it too. Like we're gonna talk about just Catholicism. Oh, but I think we could have a whole because I mean he's he probably I'm I'm pretty sure he learned about everything really in-depth and philosophy. Oh, yeah. And just talking about them all would probably be pretty interesting in the history of all of it. And I would have to say that Mark, 
I, I would have to believe that Mark isn't a drink the Kool-Aid kind of guy. Because he's very intelligent and yeah. and a very compassionate person as well. So I think he probably looks at, and I, and I have talked and not so much talked with, but heard other um, pastors and uh, rabbis and priests talk about like what we're saying, how, how all these things don't make sense in the Bible. And, and they will agree. A lot of them, they'll say, yep. And uh, so they, they, they believe more of the philosophy yeah. than the word, than the, the, you know, the actual edicts of the words in the Bible and that sort of thing. The philosophy is, you know, that, that they're having a better life doing this within the religion than they would outside of it. And they're doing yeah. better for people and that sort of thing. I can get on board with that a hundred percent. And there, and, you know, again, as long as you're not trying to push that down everyone's throat like the extreme Islamists do. Yeah. And, and I think I talked to you about this. Did I talk to, I don't know if I talked to you or I was talking to Angela about it. But I listened to that uh, Rogan. I must have been you because I was talking to you. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. yeah. How that woman, she was, uh, she was um, <clears throat> a Muslim. I uh, Somalia, I think she's from originally, but to the point where she didn't know, she didn't even know the rest of the world, how the rest of the world lived. She was so shut in um, and kept kept hidden from the rest of the world, basically from ideas and things and, and weren't allowed to see the things that go on, that she was amazed when she went to other countries and seen how women lived. You know, and they weren't persecuted constantly. But she came up and said, she, she explained something about the um, Islamic religion of how, um, well, what's the, what's the, Muhammad? Yeah, Muhammad. Mm-hmm. That when he started the religion, it started in Mecca. He started it in Mecca with love and peace and, and all that, that you hear the popular Islamic people talk about how good it is how good the religion is and it's about peace and love but then muhammad left mecca and went to i think she said madril something like it starts with an m something similar to that i I can't i don't remember but then he changed his his uh style he changed the religion It, it went from yes it's still this thing of peace and love and we but then he said we need to expand this throughout the world and everyone needs to become believers and if they're not then we have to either change them or slay them and that's where that became the sword became a, a very strong part in the jihad of that movement so they were saying how people there, there are two factions in in islamic religion is the people who believe the the muhammad from mecca and then the people who follow Muhammad after that, too. Mm-hmm. And so that's the issue. And that's got to be hard to be in that religion. And, and you both believe in the same the same leader, the same person who created that and, and, and brought it into the light. How That must be really difficult to be in that religion and be in the peace and love part of it and look at your brothers there who, who believe the same 
basically the same thing, but they also believe in killing everyone who's not a believer. Mm-hmm. That's got to be really hard on them. I I never thought about that until I heard that from uh, from her. I didn't realize that there were two distinct um, teachings of of uh, Islam. From I heard. Islam. I knew that there was that, but I didn't know it was. Yeah, I didn't really know the difference or anything. Yeah, that was really interesting. But you know, all all the main religions have, and Christianity is just as bad horrendous histories yeah. of killing people in the name of the religion. I mean, ugh, just horrible atrocities. And another thing about, about that, when I was studying religion, when I left, when I left the church that I was in as a kid, I was looking for another religion because I still believed religion was what I needed. I was just in the wrong religion. You know, I still believed in God and, and everything else. And I was looking for a religion. And, um, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought. Looking for a new religion. The atrocities. Um, doggone it. Oh, okay. I know. I remember. I started looking into the history of some of these religions, and and uh, I f- started seeing some some bad things. And then, uh, you know, I started looking back at the Catholic religion in particular, and found that throughout the the life cycle of that religion, from the time it was started, there were many many changes to the rules and laws that you had to abide by. So I don't know if it was just the interpretations of the Bible or if they just met the leaders of the religion's needs better or a better way to control the people or to keep maybe make the religion grow. But they would have drastic changes in their idealism. And to this day, they still do. And to me, I could not wrap my head around how could you give your whole life to this religion and believe in one thing? And believe wholeheartedly in this one concept and the belief system that you have. And then the next day, a leader of the church will change a law, flip-flop something, and now it's okay to do that. Or it's not okay to do that. How, how is that possible? That That's where religion totally lost me. When it became, instead of this doctrine of ideas that is the way of life that this is the this is the 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 plan book how you live a good life and you go to heaven but it changes all the time depending on who's in charge and what the the world is like at the time so i can't i can't wrap my head around that and i will never be able to follow something that is changed and manipulated by leaders of a group of people. So they want to say, oh, well, it comes from God. You know, he's prayed about it. "Ah." When God comes down and says it to me, I'll believe what you have to say. Otherwise, it's just somebody changing things, and it's usually for a power grab. Historically, it's just like countries, but 
the, the Catholic Church had more had, had more power than anyone else on the, in the on earth by far. So that was my big eye-opening time right there during uh, right after I quit that religion and started searching out other religions when I seen all this all the changes that would happen because the church it was happening in the church that I was in even. I could see all of a sudden rules started changing and you could do this or you couldn't do that. And I'm like, what? Um, and then when I went out and I seen that this is historically how it is and it's almost always to control the people or to get more people into the religion. It wasn't because of um, they found new evidence from God or something that uh, they need to do something. It was always, always politically motivated. Put the bad taste in my mouth. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a long, long answer for. Do you believe in a soul? Yeah, do we have a soul? <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't spend a lot of time going to church, and you were no. never, and you were never um, brought up to, you know, in a way that you were forced to follow any kind of edicts from any type of religion at all really no not really so you there's always influence yeah just there definitely was an influence but yeah but you have a really. you have a very different uh background than i do so oh yeah my perspective sure. is unique and your perspective is unique you know so and and everyone's perspective is unique I think how you're brought up has a lot to do with with how you you uh, either accept or don't accept religion in your life too. Yeah, I think so. I agree. All right, you want something else or what? Hit me. Hit me. What you got? All right, this is change of topic. Good. So this is from the book. This is one of them. He asks people. This is, I've shortened up the question too, but it's just, what is your favorite failure? Whew. Man, that, I feel like I got blindsided with that one. <laughs> what is your favorite failure? I'm going to think about that. You, you talk about yours because you've, you've read this question. You've had more time to think about it than I have. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one that stands out. It's difficult. That's another thing too, with these questions, mm -hmm. I, he did, he sends them to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they so have, it's not I, on the spot. They have thing. a lot of time to think yeah, about yeah. it. Well, what was this guy's answer? Do you have that? I don't Hang on a No. <laughs> Why the heck is that your ringtone? That's horrible. Because I don't want to miss that call. I don't want to miss a call. That's my work phone. That's the business phone. I don't <laughs> ever want to miss that. Jeez. Yeah, it's That's that awful. way purposely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get up and get that call. Like like a... <laughs> it's going you're gonna have some sort of a negative uh, association with making sales or something. Okay. Um, so what was that guy's answer? I don't have it written. I just wrote down the question. Do, do you remember it? No. Uh, 
No. Okay. I wasn't really paying attention. I just went through some to see the questions. Do you have something? Because I have something small. Yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, so I have one. I probably have a lot of these. I don't know that I have a favorite, but this is the first thing I could think of. So my favorite failure that I can think of right off the top of my head, so a, a failure that is a positive for me, is also a failure that I have to wonder about, you know. So this goes back to high school years. And so I was in the sport of diving. And I was, so as a sophomore, I was pretty good. And I, uh, I set a goal of breaking the school record and going to college and diving when I was a sophomore. That was one of my goals. We sat down and set goals, and that was one of them. So I worked really, really hard for many years. Got very good. By the time I graduated, I did break the school record, which I still hold, by the way. And I had an offer to a college. However, I didn't even have the money and my my parents were very against me going to college. They did not want me to go to college and they were not going to help me in any way, shape or form. Their religion told them college was bad. You should not go to college. Teaches you the ways of the world. That's exactly what was taught. So my parents would not fill out any financial aid forms for me. Uh, they wouldn't, I had to basically run away from home to compete in the state championships. That's a whole long drawn out story, which is horrible. Um, but I didn't even have enough money to be able to get on a bus and take it to Detroit to go see the coach there at the school. I mean, I was penniless. I didn't have any money. My parents wouldn't give me the money. They wouldn't give me, wouldn't drive me there. They wouldn't support me. They wouldn't fill out any paperwork. So I told this to that coach there. And uh, he kind of said, well, if you can work it out and get out here, you know, we'd like to have you on board type deal. And my failure was that I didn't pursue that. And I, I could have. I, I didn't. At that time, I had already given up on yeah. my dream. I performed really poorly at the state meet. Um, and I had. I was in a really bad place mentally at that time. Because all the goals that I had worked for, you know, worked really hard for and achieved, achieved them, really. I mean, the the college scholarship, he offered me a half scholarship as a freshman, which is, you know, unbelievable, really. I had broken the school record. I had graduated with honors. I had done everything you're supposed to do. 
but I had my parents who were just fighting me on everything, and I was, it was, I, I was defeated. And my mindset at the time was, I just didn't really care about anything anymore. It was a really bad time in my life. Those couple years after high school were just, um, I wasn't a good person. I did a lot of things that I regret during that time period. I was hanging around with the wrong people. And I am very, very lucky in a lot of ways. But the thing that I, my, my biggest regret, uh, failure was that I didn't pursue that college offer. I could have done it. I could have gotten five bucks from somebody and taken the bus to Wayne State. At least I could have tried. I made that effort. Maybe I still wasn't going to get in because they wouldn't fill out the, the paperwork for me. I don't know. I'm, I'm betting there was a workaround somewhere around there. But I wasn't willing to put the energy in anymore. And that's my failure. But it's my favorite failure because eventually it led to the life that I have um, and the three children that I have which definitely changed my life. Now, I don't know where my life would be at if I had gone to college at that time. But I know that having you got you you kids, my family, and specifically Ashley while I was young, uh set Gave me something to live for again. To some, it gives me something to care about and focus my life on. Where that had been just gone, I was, I was a lost soul for sure. So that's my my favorite failure that I can think of right now. I'm probably got more, but yeah. Oh yeah, there's tons of them. I'm sure for everybody. Yeah. I thought I thought of one. Okay. But it's so, mine is not, it's not really, failure is kind of a harsh word to use. But I would say, you know, it is a, it's a failure in a way, in a failed relationship. And I would say, you know, with my first real, you know, girlfriend. Okay. I know who you're talking about then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anybody that knows would know. Mm -hmm. And I guess the reason I would say is, I mean, it's a failure because we are not together anymore. So yeah. Which is fine, you know. Right. Relationship didn't work out. And the reason I say it's my favorite is because I think that really changed changed the way I thought about a lot of things. I don't I don't think I've thought about it enough to really figure that out. But it really changed a lot of things. And I know for sure I would have never moved to Miami. I would have never went to college. Like wouldn't it wouldn't have got my master's degree from, from Miami at least. Because I wouldn't have left home, I don't think, unless she came with me. Um, you know, which then, who knows where I... I don't know if I would have ever went to California, any of that stuff. And it, it's, it changed a lot of the... And I think I started looking for things, too. That was probably the biggest change. I started looking to, like, what I was going to do or... I think just thinking about myself more which is kind of a good thing. Started seeing like, okay, well, 
Because I think in my head then, I was like, I hadn't thought that much, but I was like, well, most likely we'll get married and we'll start a family and all of that stuff. So that was already like planned out, regardless of, you know, career and things like that. I wasn't, you know, of course that was still there. I wasn't like uh, completely focused on that. But so when that blown up, blew up, I was like, I think that was the first, first big change for my life like that. Yeah, that was, I remember that very well. Um, that was your first real hardship. I mean, you've had, you had some family deaths maybe, but that was a real, no, no, nothing that affected me like that. Yeah. yeah, That was your really first hardship in life that that really just socked you in the gut and, yeah, even which is kind of surprising because even, you know, you, you know, my parents getting divorced didn't affect me as much. Because I think because I because you guys were still there, it wasn't like I lost to you guys. Yeah, didn't necessarily lose a part of my life, whereas that was a part of my life. Yeah, something that really stuck with me too. Um, you told me you were like something about, you know, when you go through a breakup, it's kind of like a death. You're basically going through a death in your life. Yeah, it is. That always stood out to me. Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, I yeah, you know, I when you have that close relationship to someone, it it's like a family member. You know, they they become maybe even closer than a family member sometimes. So to lose that is is exactly like a death. You know, you're and you go through the same um, the same emotional steps to heal that you would through a death, you know, you get, you get upset, you get angry, you get, you, you, you're trying to justify things. You, you go through all those emotional, uh, you go through that emotional roller coaster before you finally come out the other side and go, okay, I survived that. It was horrible, awful, terrible, but I survived. Yeah. And, yep. and I've, I'm probably a stronger person hopefully a better person. I've seen people come out not as good of a person though. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I say it's like my, it's like a good failure, you know, it was a failed relationship, but it, I think I became stronger is kind of a weird word for it, but I just started looking at things different that I needed to, that was important to look at. You had an easy life. You didn't have, yeah, I did. You didn't, yeah, you (laughs) didn't have a lot of struggle. So no, for that to hit you, that, you know, that first real struggle is, uh, is something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, So that was, so that's a good one. That's like, and I, that's when I started, I don't even think I would have been in the same career had that not. See, I, I, I knew that affected you pretty good, but I didn't realize it was that, it was that, um, type of, uh, of how it changed your thought, your mind. It was just, you know, it's like a domino thing. It wasn't like necessarily just that, but it led to other things that I think. Yeah. Especially just the way things that I listened to. And I think like that was already kind of starting to happen, but that was just like a rocket ship into my thought process and yeah. people I listened to and think the way I thought about like philosophies and things like that. Interesting. I'm glad it. I'm glad it worked that way, and I didn't become like bitter or something. I think some people yeah, become like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to do. 
easy to do. Yeah. Are, that was the... Are you guys, did you ever talk to that person anymore? Ever? Not like regularly, but okay. I have. Yeah. There's no gotcha. like. Yeah. No animosity. Good. No, not at all. Good, good, good. No. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could be friends. Right. They wouldn't. Yeah. Easily. I talk to that person once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. There's definitely, there's got to be some other failures too, but that's a big one. Yeah. And if and the older I get, the more I look at failure as a positive thing. Yeah. The, the older I get and the more I learn, the more I understand it. Yeah. It, it life takes failures. If you, you live your life and you're just, you just win at everything. I think you're going to be an asshole. <laughs> you need some of those humbling experiences in your life. Yeah. Yeah, from, yeah that's a good from time to time word for it. Yeah. It is cuz you you think everything hunky dory and then man just something hits you and you're just, "Oh man. How could this happen to me?" You know? This is I maybe that Yeah, that could be why that affected me so much too. Cuz I just hadn't had Anything that didn't work out for exactly. me in my way. Yeah, you, like I said, you had it very, you had it very easy. I mean, you were good in school. You were good in sports. You were good at making friends. You had a good group of friends. You had a most of a solid family life growing up. Um, uh, the divorce, I'm sure, affected you some, but um, I mean that that was something. I mean that had to be. That was a difficult thing for you, I'm sure. But other than that, there really wasn't that much. You know, you yeah, you can so nitpick and point to things like me pushing you out of a tree that you like to say. But <laughs> yeah, I almost said that as one of my favorite my favorite failures. But well, how was that your failure? That was that was my failure. I guess it, well, my failure was climbing up in the tree. Yeah, stand. your failure was trusting me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Hey, you did it before, but you did it a couple times before that. And it was fun. Oh, I know. Yeah. And then we got. And I've done it since. Have so. you? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got that rotten tree with the bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you landed on your tailbone on a rock. Oh my god. And you can't really probably don't remember going down the hill on your bike very much when you wiped out. You were only like five. Yeah, not too four, much. Five. A little bit. Yeah, I remember. I kind of. I think I, I, I. It's hard to remember. It's hard to know if I actually remember it, if I'm just like remembering, remembering the story. You know, the story. Yeah. yeah. I remember it vividly <laughs> to this day thinking, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and then seeing all the blood. Other... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Go... Yeah. I was just going to ask, is there any other, fa- did you think of any other failures? Oh God. Uh, favorite failures? Yeah. I got plenty of failures that aren't favorites, but a favorite. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I have to think about it more. I don't think I've. It's like you said. As time goes on, you like realize that some failures were good. Well, I think uh, failing in my 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 first roofing business that might be my favorite because when I when I failed in that. 
I, I knew that I, that's when I knew that I had to learn more. I knew that I had to, to better myself and I couldn't keep going on, you know, the status quo. I had to learn things and I had to, you know, better myself in, in a lot of ways. It, it moved me into a different mindset. Now, and it's hard to distinguish that because that was at the same time that I was going through the divorce. So it's hard to distinguish exactly yeah. what it was, but the, the, the failure of the business was a big part of it, which forced me back into college. Um, and f- thankfully, I was able to finish that. But that failure of that first business definitely, definitely changed my mindset. And uh, it started taking my life in a different direction. And even though I'm getting back into that business, I don't even recognize the person who used to have the business. We're, we're such different people now. I'm, I'm such a different person than who I was when I had that business going. Yeah. I mean, I'm still me, but. You know a lot more, you know, different things. Yeah, but it's more of the, the way I look at things now. My mindset is a lot differently. I was really, I was really set in my ways back then. More of a, I, I knew everything and I couldn't be told um, if you didn't believe the way I believed, you were an idiot, you know, because I knew what was right, blah, blah, blah. I didn't have an open mind to a lot of things. And uh, I didn't see people... I didn't see people as being... just being a person. It's like I would see someone and I would instantly I uh, label them. I would ca- I would compartmentalize who they were. I'd put this person in this group, I'd put this without even having any idea. Without even getting to know them. Either by the way they talked, dressed, looked, what they did for a living, something like that. I was terrible about that. I mean, terrible. Um, and I and I started seeing, I started seeing, uh, seeing people as, you know, who they really are, you know, as as just people, giving everyone the being open minded to who people are, not not judging people by who they look, how they looked, what they did, how their vocabulary was. You know, I make it a point now to try and get to know people where I wouldn't do that so much before. I'm way more interested in people now. Just just people in general, general, you know. I've I've thought like since we've done this podcast and started we've been doing this for a while, I'm really, really interested in doing a different podcast as well but one that isn't isn't really a back and forth 
it's more like I would like to have the opportunity and I'm and I'm going to do this, I think. It's what I want to do is I want to hear people's life stories. I find that so interesting, though. I mean, I want to hear what makes you who you are. How do you look at the world and what events took place to bring you to the point where who you are now? I find that fascinating. And I would love to just start setting down with a microphone and a recorder and getting some people, especially, particularly senior citizens who've lived long lives and, and get their stories down. And I think, I think it would be so interesting because if you sit down and talk to some of these people who are of the older generation now, it seems like every person I talk to has these amazing stories in their lives. And you're going, wow, that, how did you, how did you do that? How did you get through that? How did this happen? And uh, before I wouldn't have cared, you know, I'd, Interesting to hear maybe my grandfather's story. Eh, I don't care too much about people. Eh, I'm I'm here doing my thing. I'm focusing, man. I'm working. I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to raise my family. I'm trying to get ahead in the world. I've got all these things that I got to do. I got to get all this stuff. My kids need new clothes. I got to get the car fixed. I got to do this. And I'm still kind of that way sometimes, but the the judgment of people has gotten so much better. I was terrible, terrible. And the fact that I can understand that I was terrible tells me that, yeah, I'm getting better. Yeah, definitely. I can still be an asshole. It comes out. It comes out and Angela tells me, you know, the other day she told me, you know, when you do that, that's embarrassing. And man, just those those few little words that she told me she said that as we were leaving somewhere. Was it about the bank? It was. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. And, and we left there. She drove her car. She had somewhere I had drove my, my car. And, uh, man, that was just gut wrenching for me for hours and hours and hours and hours the whole day. I'm like, you know what? I could justify what I said in there and how I acted. I really could. But that person didn't need to do that. And I didn't, it didn't help the situation at all. I was just an asshole. And I mean, I didn't swear. I didn't get mad. I didn't yell. I didn't go over the top, but I wasn't, I wasn't cordial and inviting and, and, and nice, you know, like I should be. So I felt terrible about myself and I beat myself up over that. Um, whereas the old me, I would have been cussing and swearing for, for days, days and days and days about it. And I'd probably go back there and bitch some more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, I know. So, so Angela helps keep me, keep me in line with that every once in a while when I go off the rails. <laughs> I definitely, I can recall that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm right. Everyone else is wrong, right? You know, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's so hard to get over that sometimes. I do I do have an issue with incompetence. People people who don't it's not even incompetence. It's when people don't try. I have little patience for that. And I got and I yeah. still need to get over that because it's not I definitely I definitely got that from you too. <laughs> I don't think I have the same reaction as you do, but Yeah. Well, good. Mine doesn't show as visually, I should yeah. say. Mine's more internalized. Oh, really? Like if somebody if somebody asks me like something it could be something stupid where they could just like just a dumb question where they could easily just like google it or something. Yeah. I'm like just look it up. I'm like why do you ask me? But I feel but I know it because then then it Inside, I'm like, why is this person like, what's wrong with them? Just try a little bit. You can just look it up. Let me give you a, a different perspective to look at that that point of view right there. Because you're probably not seeing it from this the point of view I'm going to tell you right now. The person who says that to you, maybe they just want to have the conversation with you. Yeah. That could be. Maybe they just want to be your friend and have that conversation. Yeah. Or they, yeah, or they trust you or. Yeah. 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 Try to take a, a positive note out of it, you know, because, yeah, oh, I, I get the same way, especially if I'm in the no, middle I know of that something I, and you're busy. Yeah. Uh, I know that I'm not right. I know that it's not. Yeah. <laughs> that I shouldn't think that way. <laughs> well, you recognize it. That's the first step. Right? Yeah. And I yeah. try not to. Yeah. Right. But some, I think part of it too is because, I mean, you and I are the same way as like, we are, uh you know, very individualistic. Like, I like to do things myself. I like to figure it out on my yeah. own. Some people just don't, which is fine. Some people don't want to... Which I understand. Which, why would they want to go out of their way to do extra work? Which I could never understand why you like team sports so much. That's why I was an individual sport what guy I did, just yeah. like that. Because, you know, screw the rest of the team. I'll get it done. <laughs> you know, I don't want to have to carry these slackers. <laughs> that was my attitude. Maybe if I would have tried individual, I would have liked it. But I just, I for me, sports were just fun. Yeah. To me, it wasn't about the competitiveness. Oh. Like that was part of it, but it was just fun. Yeah. It was all about the competitiveness for me. Yeah. I mean, it was still fun. I loved it. It's the only thing that kept me in school and not drop out. But yeah, yeah, because I mean, so so you know that. You, you, it might be a lifelong struggle for you. It probably will be for me. I mean, I get better and better every year, but I do have to. I do find myself getting caught up in, especially this past year with COVID. Ooh, so much tension and pressure. I, I found myself reverting back to that person more and more often, and I. Yeah. And the struggle is to not fall into that, into that, and uh, keep that mindset of of how you want to see people and how you want to be treated and how you think you should be treating people and, and seeing the big picture, you know, when you see the big yeah. picture, it's a lot easier. It's easy to get muddled down in your daily struggles of, you know, paying the bills and getting to work on time and getting to bed on time and getting the house clean and all the little things that you have to do. And then a monkey wrench gets thrown in there when you're already struggling at your wits end to get everything done. Now, 
another problem comes in. That's where I tend to lose it, especially if <laughs> if it's things that are time oriented. That's usually when I lose it. That's when I lose my cool because my time is very very precious to me, and I get I get frustrated easily. I do too. Sucks. Then you look back and you go, God damn, why did I do that? God damn, yeah. ass. I almost went back to that. <laughs> I almost went back to that bank and apologized to that lady. Oh, really? Yeah, I almost did, but I, I wasn't that. I wasn't that bad. I mean, like, like I yeah, said, yeah. I didn't raise my voice. I know how you. But did, I gave yeah. the looks. You know, I gave the yeah. look, and I know how you get. You never like. You don't like yell or curse or like you're not even you don't like belittle them or anything. You can just see I am that in my head. Visibly upset. In my head, I am. Yeah, I'm thinking you stupid. But, it, but you mother. can tell that you're upset and yeah, <laughs> like ah, <pfft>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. It's such a struggle. I'm sure I'm not the only one that struggles. Oh no, a yeah. lot of people do that. I just, I, I would love to have that I don't care attitude. I would love. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Those are the too. people I, who live I the longest. Really envy those people. Oh my gosh, yes. Just like, yeah, no problem. Like, uh, and they genuinely mean it too. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> and you think, how can you do that? <laughs> it's it's mind-boggling to me, but I I... I envy that and respect that a lot, you know, but, but you know what? I have found that I think that people with that, with that kind of attitude, that's their natural expression. And they don't have some of the um, personality traits that are good that go along with our high strung part of us too. So, yeah. Where yeah. they look at that, they look at themselves being that way. Like, oh, man, I need to be more disciplined. I need to be more like this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. You know, and we're the opposite going, oh, I need to be let things go and be easygoing. And so somewhere in there in the middle is the right sweet spot, you know? Oh, yeah. If you didn't care about anything, I mean, Jesus, you know, there are those few people. They're rare. There's some of them, though. And, uh, I, I I I don't know how I would be able to live like that without worrying about stuff. But hey, it works out for them, so I guess they're doing it right. They're, I'm sure they're happy. Oh, probably <laughs> happier than I am at the time for sure. <laughs> but you know, those people those people tend to be the people who aren't out there uh, working toward a goal and getting the satisfaction of, of that kind of thing as well. They're never going to be the ones out there uh, struggling for a big accomplishment that is very difficult to do and takes years to accomplish. They're not usually that person. They're the people who, yep, I got me this job. This is a good job. I'm going to be here forever. And they never leave. And they don't care. Everything's going good. As long as they make enough money to get by, that's good. And they live their life just that way and i envy people like that sometimes too yeah yeah but then again i look back and go you know i really enjoy some of this other part of this life you 
this, this kind of stuff, the struggle, the working toward those goals. That's really fulfilling. But, you know, just living, having a good time all the time is nice, too. But I haven't figured that. Definitely. 55 years old, <laughs> and I haven't figured out that balance yet. But. It's a work in progress. That's probably when you die. God probably says to you, yeah, you got figured out. Okay, you can go. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I've always wondered that. I really have in the back of my head. You know, if there is a God or, or if there is somebody who, you know, has the, has your number, is it, is it when you, you know, why do good people always die early? You know, the song, only the good die young. You know, yeah. is it, have you met your challenges? You've become the, you know, as uh, the Buddhists would say, you know, you're enlightened and okay, now you can go. <laughs> Maybe. Never know. All right, let's wrap up. Sounds good. We've been going at it for a while. I got to eat. I'm hungry. Wussy. What? Wussy. Got to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you before you go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it off the air. Let's uh, stop the recording okay. and I won't talk to you. All right. That's a wrap on the episode. All right, visit us at uh, Facebook. You are what you observe. Uh, hit us up, leave a comment. If there's something you want to hear about, shoot it on there. Uh, I'd love to hear some ideas. We're always running out of ideas, so send those to us. And thanks for listening.